Blog Talk Radio. Well, hey, everybody. How are you? This is uh, Jeremy Bowling with Remnant X Radio, and um, I'm joined by a very special guest, uh, Dr. Kern. He is the senior pastor at Radiant Life Church, and he's joining me here now. How are you, sir? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. It's a beautiful morning here in um, Queen Creek, Arizona, where I live. Oh, nice, nice. Now, tell me a little bit about Radiant Life Church. Radiant Life Church is a multi-ethnic, a multicultural church. It's kind of like one-third black, white, Hispanic. I happen to be white and Hispanic. My wife is black, and so we kind of draw that diversity in the music, in the style, in the culture. And I love it because it, it represents heaven. It looks like heaven in many ways. It's what I believe heaven is, all the races, all the different colors coming together, worshiping God. And so it's unique in that way because for many people say that um, Sunday is the most segregated day on, on the planet where people all kind of go to their own little bit at Radiance, a little bit different. That's outstanding. How long have you been a pastor? Oh, my Lord. I started pastoring at 19 years old. I was actually a music director that would also teach classes and do that kind of thing. And um, I began to work at a church called the River of Life when I was 25 as an executive minister. It was a mega church. And then about 10 years ago, when I was actually going to get out of the ministry, um, I was just kind of tired, to be honest with you. I was 310 pounds and and had diabetes, and, and if you know me now, I'm, I'm 204 pounds, I've lost weight and all that, but I was just discouraged and tired, and right when I was about to tire, um, I felt a new call to open up a church when I was about to stop, um, when I was about to retire, and I just felt the call to start a new one. It was really a supernatural thing, and so 10 years ago, we started Radiant Life Church. Mm, wow. Now, um, I, I've been following along with your teaching on the book of Revelation. I've been following along on the teaching of uh, the book of Genesis. And, um, and one of the things that I, I truly enjoy about your teaching on these subjects is uh, I, I enjoy coast to coast. I enjoy talk radio. I enjoy kind of mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, the speculation of, you know, uh, para whatever. And you, you kind of have this appeal to you, but it's biblically based. And, um, and I, how did you come about this style? Was this just something that God just gave you, or is this something that's just developed over time? That is so interesting because that is kind of the thing that makes me a little unique. I was always very inquisitive. When I was a young kid, and I'm talking about nine, um, I, I did not grow up in a Christian home, but at nine years old, um, out of unique experiences, I was introduced to Christianity, and I instantly had this hunger when I read the Bible. I read the Bible about – 10 to 12 times when I was nine, not realizing that was special. Very few kids at 10 or nine are, you know, reading the Bible, but I found it just a fascinating book. And to be honest with you, the first time I read it, I was shocked. You know, I, I, I talked to my grandma. I said, grandma, I thought you said this was the Holy Bible. You got men here fornicating. You got every type of weird thing going on. And I, I was shocked. I didn't know how many things were, were in there, but obviously the, the Bible is a book of real life human experiences. And so I remembered I had so many questions and I would go to all the pastors that I knew that I was introduced to, and honestly, none of them could really answer my questions. A lot of them were 
typical Christianese, like, you know, you just got to receive by faith. You just got to believe. Well, I was the kind that didn't just want to believe. I wanted to know, is there a factual reason for what is being stated in this? And that began my quest. And it, 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 my quest was to really try to find the answers to all the questions that I had. And it's been uh, the most wonderful quest I've had. I'm now 50 that I've still have not finished that quest, but some of the answers I've discovered have been unique and interesting, but definitely biblically based. I, the, the, I hold the Bible as the ultimate source, and so that's why I am a little bit unique is because I will look at historical references. I will look at you know ancient history, and, 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 and the Bible actually correlates with so many of those things. A lot of people do not know that because their Bible study is very shallow, and so that's why my, my studies are a little bit unique. So I'm not afraid to look at history. I'm not afraid to look at um, um, you know, ancient archaeology and that type of things and put it together. Yeah, and that's one of the things I really enjoy about your teaching because, like I said, I'll enjoy a coast-to-coast, and they will talk about something about heaven or hell or the end times, but then they go off the rails with it You know, halfway through their presentation. You're like, oh, I was with you for a moment, and you don't do that, and I really respect the fact that you take care of the, uh, of the original uh, intent. And, and I often think, too, like with the Bible. I think if the non if if the Bible could be presented as it really is, the non believer would be blown away by what's in it from Genesis to Revelation. And I get so captivated listening to what you're doing because you do that in an excellent way. You do that in an outstanding way of doing that. Um, what other what other teachings do you do that are similar to this? Wow. Well, you know, I do. A lot, I'm not politically correct, which makes me unique. And you know, not to you know, to talk bad about the church because I'm. I mean, I believe the church is a beautiful institution, but it does have its problems. And a lot of the problem with the church is, is a lot of times people don't touch the subjects I touch on because it can affect their giving. And and what I mean by that is, for example, to talk about. I know I'll answer the question which you just asked, but for example, if you talk about the Book of Revelation. In my whole life, I've never heard a teaching in the book of Revelation from verse 1 to, ver- to the last verse in my whole life. And I've been in church for quite a long time. And one of the reasons because, like, for example, if you, Jesus' letter to the first seven churches, you know, he talks about, you know, you have that woman Jezebel who allows people to, to – who teaches that fornication is all right in the church. And, you know, if you look at the modern church, uh, most Christians believe it's all right to fornicate, and there's nothing wrong with having sexual relations outside. So when you start preaching things that I'm preaching, it goes against the grain. It goes against what and, – and it can be very offensive to even Christians who go to church. But – so I'm not afraid to touch on those subjects. One of the subjects I'm doing right now, which I'm getting such an amazing – I mean, in fact, we just had an atheist, an avowed atheist who came and heard this teaching. I'm doing a teaching on health and wellness looking at how the FDA has kind of screwed us up and looking at true health and from the Bible, because the Bible talks about that, how your food can be your healing and that you can actually receive healing through the things that you eat. So we're looking at what the Bible says about it, and it's really fascinating. And it was interesting because there was this about atheist. Someone invited her, and I guess she's really into health. That's why she came. But by the time she left, they said her her eyes were just full of tears somehow just hearing it from the biblical point of view, even though she was an atheist, somehow God was touching her heart. So I try to do things that people can relate to. You know, I'm like this health series. I'm doing this health series because I, as a minister, I do believe in divine health. I do believe in praying for people. But I'm tired of praying for people who, who don't get healed, and it's because they eat wrong. 
And God can't heal you if you're going to continue eating wrong because that's what got you sick in the first place. So he might heal you, but you're going to return to sickness if you're doing the same things that got you there, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. It makes sense. And it sounds – I'm sorry, Pastor. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I I wanted to hear your response. And so we're actually looking, what does the Bible say about food? And the Bible has a lot to say about food. People forget that the whole world was lost because of a meal. Adam and Eve, you know, they ate that food <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. forbidden. People forget that Jesus mm. was betrayed over a meal. We forget that, mm. you know, um, um, you look at the story of Jacob and his brother Esau. In other words, food is a lot more spiritual than people think. It, it, uh, many things mm. have been lost. According, So I think it's an important subject that most pastors don't ever even talk about. Again, another subject I've never heard anyone teach on, but they're things that people relate to and people want to know. So we talk about hormone balance and water, hydration, according to the scripture, but also things that are out there and exercise and things you just don't normally hear. But it is very practical, and people who don't go to church go, you know, I would like to hear some about that. Oh, I absolutely. I would love to get my hands on that series. Is I'll that something what, that you will um, be making available? I will get that to you. Yeah, you know, I um, there, we have so many series that that I have to release to you, and we have tons of them. Yeah, that one's three weeks long. I'm going to be finishing it this week, and you know what? I'll make sure I put it in your hands because that's going to be that's one that people are really, really enjoying. Um, I'll make sure I put that in your hands. You know, and I it's and what fun. I really enjoy, yeah, it, it it sounds amazing. What I really enjoy again, you know, I've uh, I've gone through your your Revelation teaching, and I'm going through Genesis. Is um, it, it's not filled with just platitudes, you know. It's not no. filled just with um, you know, kind of the Christendom big tent talk. Um, you know, you're you're telling it how it is. You're explaining things uh, with with boldness, and I and I want to encourage you, uh, Pastor, to continue on with the boldness. And I, I think it's a very brave thing for you to do. Um, because sometimes it's not popular. Sometimes it's not popular, and, oh, and, no, no. and I, I really enjoy the fact that you take a stand. I really do, and, and the teachings are outstanding. Anybody listening, if, you know, we're going to have links on darkskyradio.com uh, to Pastors Church, Radiant Life Church, and where you can get um, the uh, the podcast uh, of his teaching. Um, now, I'd just like to ask you if you wouldn't mm-hmm. mind sharing uh, your testimony. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, and if, if I go a little long or if I just, you know, quicken me to, to, um, to make it shorter, because I know our time short, but in short, my mother, um, I did not grow up in a Christian home. And when I was four years old, my mother got sick and her lungs got filled with fluid. And um, um, they gave her penicillin, not knowing she was allergic to it. Long story short, they took one of her lungs out. The other one got um, the other one got filled with fluid, and my mother died on the operating table. And she was dead for quite a while, um, probably five minutes, I believe. And I remember them coming out to me. I was only four years old, but I remember my mother. I remember them telling my mother was dead. I didn't really know what that meant, but I knew it wasn't good. I could see my brothers and sisters and my stepfather weeping. Well, miraculously, someone was there, and they prayed for her, and my mother came back alive. But here's the weird part. My mother did not have that experience where she saw the light, where, where she – you know, a lot of people, they saw this light. They saw Christ. Mm-hmm. They saw this. And they saw – my mother went to hell. <laughs> that, oh. I mean, as horrible as that is, my mother went to hell and described it. And, and, until, and when I got mm. older and I became a theologian and reading all the accounts of hell, I could not believe how my mom's depiction was – 
similar to what the Bible says and what many other people. So long story short, about um, five years later when I'm nine, that's I mentioned I was nine when I read the Bible, it's because my mother got the same sickness that she got in 1972. And my mother said, she told me privately, my mom was always really open because she said, son, I went to hell the first time. My life is no different. I'm definitely going to hell this next time. So out of the fear of dying, she really thought she was going to die and she thought she could go to hell. She began to pray and ask, Lord, if you're there, reach out to me. And somehow somebody invited her to a spirit-filled church. She got saved. And we say saved. In other words, she received Christ as her Lord. I, as a young boy, through watching her life literally be transformed. My mother was a very much a party animal, and I started little, literally transform into a, a very awesome person. And to this day, my mom's still alive to this day, but it was through that death experience of her going to hell, which is kind of very unique, that brought us to Christ. And, and you know, we weren't a Christian bearing home, but again, because my mother's experience, she didn't want to go back to what happened to that first experience that brought us to a church. So that's kind of how I got saved, if, if you will. Wow, wow. That is an amazing, amazing uh testimony, uh, Pastor. Uh we have we have a few minutes left. Uh could you please tell people who are listening, how do they get in touch with you? How do they, if they're in the area, come by your church and see you? What are the service days and times? Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, we have service every Sunday at ten AM. Then we have a five fifteen Sunday PM service. We're located in Chandler, Arizona at the 101 in Warner. If you're in, in Arizona, um, in, the, in the Phoenix metropolis area, then you know the 101 Warner. And you can get a hold of me by going to www.radiantlifeaz.com. That's our website, and you can see all the information. Again, that's www.radiantlifeaz.com. Or you can just email me at joseph at radiantlifeaz.com. I get emails all the time. I do my best to answer all of them. And I do have a small staff, um, volunteer staff, um, but they do help me answer those things. And so, yeah, get a hold of me at joseph at radiantlifeaz.com. Um, That's radiantarizonaaz.com, and I will try to answer those, and we'd love to see everyone who is interested. Um, love to see them. Outstanding, outstanding. I want to thank you so much for uh, joining us uh, early Saturday morning uh, to share a little bit of your time with us to learn more about you and your church there. Thank you so much. My pleasure, Jeremy. Whenever you need me, man, call on me. I'll be there, and I'll get you those new um, teachings you were asking about. I can't wait. That's going to be outstanding. Thank you so much, sir. Oh, God bless you. You take care. God bless you.